and this is a year of healing, a year of, uh, you know, we're looking for healing in the body. So we're believing that this body, our body, the body of Christ, and then outside of this body will be healed as we continue to learn about God this year, as we grow in the Lord and all, and all the things that Pastor Mike is talking about. So um, I'm going to pray, and then we're going to uh, say our script yearly scriptures. And then um, everything I'm going to talk about today is basically the same stuff that Pastor Mike has been talking about. Um, but let, let's pray. So Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for the awesome privilege of coming together as your body, learning what you would have us to hear today, that our faith is growing in the word that is going forth because your word, it produces power. It brings to pass all things that pertain to life and godliness, that, that you have brought forth for it to do, Lord. Your word is always true. You watch over it to perform it. So we thank you today, Father, that you are watching over your word, that you are laying it upon each and every person's heart today, exactly what they need for spiritual growth in you, for health, healing, and everything that you have provided for us. I thank you, Lord, that you are a mighty God, great in power and mighty indeed. Lord, we love you. And I thank you that you, Holy Spirit, work through me to uh, speak exactly what you would have me speak today, to minister to this great group of people, your body. I don't take it lightly, Lord, for you, you, Lord. We're ministering you and your life, your son, and all that you've accomplished for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. So a couple more things about me before we get going too much. Um, let's go ahead and pull up John 16, 13. It's the uh, Amplified Scripture. Um, we've been saying this a lot, and it's uh, every, every week, and we're talking about, um, uh, so let's just say it. I have told you these things so that you may have perfect peace and confidence. In the world, you have tribulation and trials and distress and frustration. But be of good cheer, take courage, be confident, certain, undaunted, for I have overcome the world. I have deprived it of power to harm you and have conquered it for you. It's just a, I mean, you could just probably, I know you could just teach on that and, and that would be all that we'd need right there. I mean, he said that he would, he's conquered it for us, that he's, uh, he doesn't speak of his own. Um, he has his own authority. He tells us, uh, we, you know, what we hear the Father say and what we hear the Father do. Um, so, um, a, a little bit more about me. I, uh, like I said, this is the first time I speak. I've spoken up here. Unfortunately, I can smash my finger really hard or hurt myself really bad, and, and no tears will come to my eyes. But talking about God. And the goodness that he brings to us and how we are in Christ. It's just a matter of, you know, it's just, I, I can't help it. I mean, it's just one of those things where he, he wants to move on our behalf. And he wants us to be healed and set free and made whole. So today's 
And I forgot to give this to them back there. But today's topic is called personal identity. And the reason I say it's personal identity is we need to know who we are in Christ. In all areas in Christ. You know, we talk about the love of God. And we're taught well about the love of God. And we're going to talk a little bit about it today. We talk about the grace of God. How it's the grace of God that by the grace of God we're saved and nothing else. No other reason are we saved. We talk about um, what saved means. We talk about faith. But to be honest with you, um, God is just going into grace. God has given us all things. All things that pertain to life and godliness. When Jesus died, he said that he... um, that he is, he's, he provided for us all things. He's given us all things. That we have the ability to do the things that he did in greater works than those. So it's our, our identity in Christ. Um, who we are. Um, it, so I'm going to bring up uh, 2 Corinthians 2.14. Um, so it says, but thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph. So this is what we're talking about. This is our identity. But if you think about your life, and I think about my life every single day, are we always in triumph? And it's not because God didn't give us triumph. And it's it's not because we don't have the grace of God, because God never takes anything away from us. He's provided all that we need, more than we need, to be victorious in every area of our lives. So... um, if we, as we're reading this, but thanks be on to God, uh, the power of Christ has given us. Go ahead and pull that back up. Um, he always leads us into triumph. And through us spreads and makes evident everywhere the sweet fragrance of the knowledge of him. So not only are we supposed to be um, victorious in every area of our life. And don't, there's, there's nothing condemning today. Nothing I say I want to condemn in any way. And I don't mean, I'm not even going to, I'm going to really try to not say anything condemning, but don't take it that way. This is about how do we become who God meant us to be and just another avenue going forward of how, of who we are in Christ. Pastor teaches us every single week. I'm not going anywhere outside pastor goes, but what I am going to do is I'm just going to try to show you some things about if we're learning and if we're growing in Christ and if we're, if we're if it says we always triumph, how can we get there so that we are always triumphing, so that we get back to where we talked about at the beginning, where we talk about uh, that we are the healed of the Lord, that we are we're walking in the victory that God is giving us, that we um, that we don't. And it's okay if you mess up. I mess up every single day. I have to I have to continually uh, check my walk with God, fix my walk with God. Um, but you know what? God didn't take anything away in all that. God, his promises didn't become less obvious or less up for us or less available. Um, they're still ours. Um, so if healing and freedom are truly manifesting themselves in our, our lives, are we walking in them? So we, said, we talked about thanks be unto God. In Hebrews 12, 1 through 3, um, it says here, all these many people... So this is a different one, so I'll just read this one. Therefore we also, since we are so great a cloud of witnesses, let's lay, is this the same one? No, this is Hebrews, yeah, okay. Uh, Hebrews 12, 1 through 3. Therefore we also, since we were surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, lay aside every 
weight. So this is what we're talking about here. If we lay aside the weight and the sin, which so easily ensnares us, and we run with endurance the race that is set before us. So how do we do that? How do we run with endurance the race that is set before us? How do we walk out the victory that God has for us? Um, so the New Living Translation says, all these many people who have had faith, have the faith of God, are around us like a cloud. Let us put everything out of our lives that keeps us from doing what we should. Again, this is nothing, this is condemnation. I'm not going there. Let us keep running the race. You know, that's why I called it personal identity. Each of us has a race that we're supposed to run. God built or made each of us unique. He put a call and a gift, a unique call and gift inside each of us to be able to do the things that he's called us to do. Nobody's a mistake. There is no such thing in a person. There is no such thing. God has a call for you. God has a plan for your life. And whether you walk in it, have walked in it for the last 10 years, 20 years, 50 years, or you've never walked in it, it doesn't matter your age. God has a plan for your life. God, and it's never too late to start stepping into that plan. God um, doesn't want you to miss out on the things that he's already promised you for this life. The victory that we have, that he's already promised, that we can walk in. So... Um, let us keep looking unto Jesus. Our faith comes from him, and he is the one who makes it perfect. He did not give up when he had to suffer shame and die on the cross. He knew the joy that, that would be his later, which would be each of us. So now he is sitting at the right hand of God. Uh, sinful men spoke words of hate against Christ, but he was willing to take such shame from sinners. Think of this so that we are not t- tired, so we don't get tired and give up. Um, so we're talking about looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. So if he's the author and the finisher, if he's the one that, uh, that did the beginning from the end, he knows everything in between, that he has the ability to give you to grow from faith to faith and glory to glory, one of the things that we're talking about in our identity as Christ is how do we get from where we're at to all the promises of God? How do we get to where, who we look like now and that we look like Jesus to where we look and act and have the same abilities that Jesus had and he's given us because he said everything that he's done, he, we can do also. He said that he's even going to even more um, that we're going to be able to do because he's gone to the Father so when we, how do we get there and what do we do? Well, a couple of things that we're going to do, and I'm going to, I got way more notes than I'm ever going to get to today, so that's okay. But, you know, we're going to talk a little bit, part of it is the grace. The grace of God has already got us there. We're already there. We're clean. Jesus, when God looks at you, he sees Jesus. Doesn't matter what your life looks like. That's who he sees. Now, to get to where you're walking in victory in every area of your life, there's some things that we do have to do to help us along the way. And God doesn't take away, if you don't do them, it doesn't take away his grace ever. No part of it. doesn't take away his love for us in any way. He loves us, and it's never going to stop. His grace is never going to stop. But he, we still have some things that we have to do. We have to have, we walk through grace. We have to be saved. Of course, that's the very first thing we have to do is be saved, set free, made whole. We have to uh, build our faith. 
So these are the things we're kind of the, the outline of what we're going to go into. Our faith, you know, it says that we grow from faith to faith and glory to glory. It says that, uh, that we have to build our faith up in the things of God so that we're able to walk out the, the things that he has planned for us. The only way you can do that is by hearing the word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So you have to hear it. You can hear it by reading it to yourself, um, and you should read it out loud. You can do it by um, coming to something like this. You can listen to stuff online. But to it, our faith, and then our words. And the last, the, the final thing that we're kind of going to look at today, if we get time, is our words. Our words are, are the most important thing. We ever, we, they're more important than you could even possibly imagine. Pastor's been teaching on this the past two weeks, about how the, the word of God, how it, it divides clear down into quarks and then into strings. And every single thing that you see, everything that you see is being held together and is created to be this by sound. Sound is doing every single part of it. So if, that, if the word of God is continuing to hold every single thing together, the earth and all its fullness together, all the promises of God, if that's happening in the word of, in the word of God continually, and nothing, because and if you look at Genesis, and we probably won't have time to go there, but Genesis chapter 1 talks about how God created things. He said it, and it was so. He said it, and it was so. So by, um, through the, the, uh, the words of our mouth, or his, through the words God said, that's how everything is created. Well, if that's how God created us and then we're created in his image, think about it. Our words, every word that proceeds out of our mouth produces something. It produces life or death. And not only that, but every word that proceeds out of our mouth is actually what our what is strongest in our hearts, in our, in, in our inner man, in our faith. So, again, not condemning, it just means that the way you overcome all that is by the word, growing in the word, learning, building your faith so that you can go from faith to faith and glory to glory, so that you can be victorious in every step you take and every, in every th single thing that you want to do. Um, so, let's, let's just... We'll pull up Titus 2, 11 through 15, just a, a quick scripture on grace. Um, for the grace of God, which is God's unmerited favor. That's why you can't lose it. You didn't earn it to begin with. God gave it to you through his son, Jesus. So if you, if it's unmerited and you have no ability to gain it, you have no ability to lose it. Once you receive Jesus, he, God's favor is on you. And... God sees you as he sees Jesus. When he looks at you, he sees Jesus. Thank God we live in this time, and we don't live in the Old Testament, and we don't live in the time that's coming after this because we are in a grace period where God looks at us, he sees Jesus. He doesn't, if somebody steals something, your whole family doesn't get uh, taken out like it did in the Old Testament. You know, I'm not going into none of that, but what I am saying is God sees us and he had, it's unmerited favor. You can't lose it. You didn't gain it either. You, or you didn't, you didn't earn it either is what I should have said. You gained it by, the, by the, uh, the, what Jesus did for us, a free gift. So if you could bring that back up. Um, uh, this is unmerited favor and blessing. 
has come forward or appeared for the deliverance from sin and eternal salvation for all mankind. Um, was that it or was there more? All right. So we're trained by our saving grace. God's grace is a prerequisite to godly living. You can't live a godly life. Now, there's a lot of people that think they live a good life. There's a lot of people that say, you know, I'm not as bad as so-and-so. I'm not as bad as whatever. But if they have never accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior, they do not have this unmerited favor. They do not have the grace of God overshadowing and looking at over them. It's for them. He died for all. And it's for them in today. But if they, have, they don't have it. They're not walking in it. Now we know that by grace we are saved and not of ourselves. So we didn't do it. It's ours. But not because of what our did. It is, a, it, is, it is a gift to us from God. For we have abundant grace through Jesus Christ. So Romans 5.17. Maybe I didn't put that one up there. I'm sorry. So um, I'll just read it. It's in the Amplified. The power of death over all men. Uh, because of sin and one man, Adam. But many people will receive his loving favor and, and gift of being made right with God. They will have the power of life by Christ Jesus. So this is, a, this is the New Living Version. So let's go ahead and you can put that back up. Read it out of there. For it, for it, if because of one man's trespass, that would be Adam, lapse offended, death reigned through the one, much more surely would those who receive God's overflowing grace or unmerited favor. So again, and the free gift of righteousness. Now, part of what I really wanted to get to, but I'm no way I'm going to get to it because I can see my time's really running fast, was uh, wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. And that's where we're going. That's who we are in Christ. That's what He's done for us. And I may, we'll see where we get to, but well, we'll keep going here. Um, so God's unmerited favor, and in it. And in Acts 2.21, it says, And it came to pass that whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. God has wanted to give us salvation. He decided that he came for us. It was a, it's not something that he had to do. That's the, that's the greatest thing of all. So uh, when, I, when we go to, so in Acts 2.21, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. And meaning, so this is what saved means. It means saved. This is going back to our year of healing. Saved healed, delivered, set free, made whole, and prosperous. The word saved actually means sozo. It's a, so that's what's all-encompassing in your salvation. Your healing, deliverance, set free, made whole, prosperous, and the, all the things that God has promised you, every promise of God, which are yes and amen, by the way. Meaning that if, if he said it, you, you have a right to have it. So if you're not living in it, it means that you just need to press in because it's there. It's yours, and it was never taken away. It is yours to have. All you got to do is press in. God wants you victorious. And just like we're talking about this year, God wants you healed. God wants you to have um, every promise that he's given us. Um, so basically, what saved really means is there's nothing missing and nothing broken in your life. 
Is that you? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not asking you a question. It's, think about it. Is that you? If it's not, then what can you do? How can you press in to, be, to get there? Um, so in Proverbs 4, 20 through 24, we don't have a time for a bunch of these, so I'll just read. Keep God's word in our hearts. They are very life and health to us. They are our medicine. So God's word, it's called here, is medicine to us. It actually is a healing power to bring about all the, the, the healing and the different things you need in your life. So um, it's medicine for our hearts, it's medicine for our minds, and it's medicine for our bodies. All right, so our faith, so in Romans 10, 17, everybody knows this, I think. So, by faith, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So we talked about that. You have to have faith. If, you're, if you are not living in perfect victory, if you're not living in ev- nothing missing, nothing broken, then one of the keys that will help you is to build up your faith. And you build your faith by knowing the word of God, making the word of God more important and more real and live to you than whatever the world is bringing against you. So... When we say that um, nothing, missing, nothing is missing, nothing is broken, if, you know, and, and it's, it's a, every single part, one of us have different things in, in areas of our life that the enemy knows it's either a trigger to try to get us to, uh, to fall or to, to, to let the world have a little bit of victory in our lives, unfortunately, whether that's just not giving them time, whether it's healing, whether it's our words of our mouth, whether it's whatever it is, not studying, um, the enemy knows what that trigger is. Also, the enemy knows where them, them, them areas are that um, he, can, he can try to take over and try to do the things that, or take some things from you. So, um, man, I, this time is really flying, but that's okay. Um, these things are, uh, uh, so Romans said, faith comes by hearing. We, what are we listening to? Romans 8, 6, don't go there. What we are giving, what are we giving our time to? It's one of the things that will help us. Those things that are building our faith, our trust, or those things that aren't. And it could just be letting the world give our, have all our time. That's all it would take. Psalms 19, 14 says, what is the meditation of our heart? In Hebrews 10, 20 and 20, 21 and 22, and in Luke 6 and 45, and also in Matthew 12, 34, it says, these are the things that are in our hearts, what we have our faith in, and what we inevitably uh, will come out, what is what will inevitably be, sorry, that's not how it said, come out of our mouth. So let me read that again. It says, um, these are the things that are in our hearts, what we have our faith in, and what will, it is what will inevitably come out of our mouth. Doesn't mean you can't change it. You can change anything every day. Right now, you can just make a change. It doesn't make any difference. You just change it. What, is the, what truth are we going to believe? You know, there's a scripture, and I don't know where it is, but it says, whose report shall you believe? We shall believe the report of the Lord. And the report of the Lord is his word. Every word, he watches it over it to perform it. That's the, what his report is, his word. Jesus is the report. The Holy Spirit inside each of you is the report of the Lord. Because he's never going to lead you down astray. He's never going to lead you down a path that is not the correct path, not a righteous path, is the report of the Lord. So um, 
We must guard our hearts. And then our words and words, I'm just no way going to get into hardly any of this. But what are we saying? And does it line up with faith or fear? You know, you can come in here and you can say, get together with a group or get together, call somebody, call a prayer group, call a, a friend that's going to pray with you. And they can pray, and you can pray a great prayer of faith over, over, your, over your finances, over your health, over whatever the circumstance is. But if you have it down in your heart that that really isn't for me, that I'm not worthy, that it doesn't work, or any other thing that might be in there that will become more alive to you, the words of your mouth will most likely come out contrary to what you just prayed, which will end up taking back. what it doesn't take back the power. The power is still there. It, but it will... It will the, your words, which are where your faith is, where even if they're doubt and unbelief, are going to take over that situation that you prayed about. So our words are the most powerful force in the universe. We are snared by, our word, by the words of our mouth. All things are created by words. God said it, it being all things, and they were created. And then, and then it was so. All things continue being because the sound of God's voice that created them still holds them together. We are to attend to God's words. They are life and they are health, medicine to our flesh. Whatsoever we bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. This is in Matthew 18, 18. Then there's a bunch of other scriptures. Just so you know, there's a ton of scriptures on this stuff. God says that you can bind stuff on earth and it's bound in heaven. You can loose stuff on earth and it's loosed in heaven. Um, so what truth are you going to believe in? And um, what we sow, we reap. So you want to reap, you want to sow the word of God. You want to sow power. You want to sow faith. And uh, it will be back to us exactly what God said it would be. I got one more thing to share with you because I'm, good, I'm out of time. And unfortunately, I'm going to put my glasses on for this. I got some of these in the back if you want them. I just want to quick do a rapid fire with you on what it is. These are just a few scriptures, and you're going to hear several of them several times, and that's not because I'm repeating myself. It's because they're in the Bible a bunch of times. So this is who we are, rapid fire. We are saved, made partakers of salvation, delivered from spiritual death. We are abiding in his love. We are chosen, appointed, planted, bearing everlasting fruit, confident, courageous, certain, and undaunted. We are overcomers. We are absolved, free and clear from every charge. We are justified. We are made right. We are acquitted, declared righteous, and in right standing. We reign in this life as kings and priests unto our God. We are put in right standing. We receive overflowing grace, unmerited favor, and free gift of righteousness. We have constituted righteousness, made acceptable, brought into right standing with God. We are no longer slaves to sin. And just so you know, I have these in the back that you can have a copy of them if you want. There's scriptures by each of these, and there's a whole bunch of them. We're dead to sin, and we are alive unto God, in union with Christ, with bountiful free gift of eternal life. We're in Christ. We are not condemned. Freely and graciously given 
all things. More than conquerors are surpassing victory. One body in Christ, yet individual, which is exactly what we're talking about today, personal identity. We're one body, but we're each individual. We each have a part to play. Consecrated and purified, made holy, selected and called, bestowed with the grace of God, enriched in power and readiness of speech, complete knowledge and illumination, full insight. We have right in Christ, right standing, pure and holy. That's a half a page of a two-page thing I have for you of who you are. If you're interested, you can pick it up and you can study this. It will help you exactly get what you, where I'm talking about. If your faith, if you need to grow in some faith and stuff, there's just a place you can look at. They're back there. Chris has them. They're going to be on the table. They're just a, uh, it'll look just like this. It's, it's, it says who we are, rapid fire. And if I was, would have had time, I'd have went through all of them. But to be honest with you, we need to know who we are in Christ. We need to understand that we are victorious. We are the head and not the tail. We are above and not beneath. That no weapon of any kind formed against us shall prosper in any way. That the glory of the Lord is our strength. That we have all the love of God. He has given it to us and we have it can manifest it out. So my time's up. I really appreciate the opportunity to minister to all of you today. Um, I hope it, it's something that helped you. Um, the nervousness went away a little bit as I went along. Um, but, it, you know, there's still a ton in here that can be done. Thank you. So I'm going to pray, and then we're going to do the offering stuff. Um, so this is ways that you can give. You can give by cash. You can text the amount to 84321. You can give online to rmfcchurch.org. Um, click give, and then, of course, the, uh, there's our address there. So that's ways to give. And then I'll say the scripture at the end. So, Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, that this, the word that went forth today, word, Lord, your word is powerful. It's true today. It's as true today as when it was written, as when it was spoken. So I thank you, Father, that it fell on good ground and that it will produce great fruit in each and every individual's lives that is sitting in here today. That each one heard exactly what you wanted them to hear. No condemnation but a buildup in the life of God, a plan and purpose for them so that they can live and walk and move and have their being in the victory that you plan for them to have. That your love, Father, is so overflowing in each of their lives that it overflows out, that when people see them, they see Jesus. And, when they, and they look at themselves as heirs and joiners of Christ, kings and priests under our God victorious in all things that every single thing that they set their hands to Father prospers that every word every action every thought and every deed lines up with your word and the Holy Spirit who is inside each of us so we give you praise and thanks today good Father I thank you that your word is alive and powerful that as we go out from this place as we continue to walk in and, and, and move into spring and then towards Easter Father that, and, and towards everything coming back to life, that the life of God is renewed and freshed in each person here so that we, they are, we are continuing. We don't look the same tomorrow as we did today. 
and we don't look the same every day after this. We're growing from faith to faith and glory to glory. In Jesus' name, amen. So be it. So if you need prayer, on my left, you're right. You'll go over here that I can pray with you today. And as we go today, I thank you for your time. And I, and I really do have, like, if you want them, to, and if we run out, that would be great. Um, we'll, we'll make some more copies. So say this with me as we go. If you want to stand up, and then we'll, uh, we'll say this as we go. Um, let them shout for joy and be glad who favor my righteous cause. And let them say continually, Lord, be magnified, who has pleasure in the prosperity of your servant, of us. Thank you for coming. Drive safe. Have a blessed week.